The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up. February 22nd, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. Today is the annual prediction show. Grab your tinfoil hat and join in on the conspiracy as it's happening here in the cigar industry. Sure, we make up half this shit, but we find it fun. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 10th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. You catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. And I want to give a shout out today yeah, to a gentleman who now holds the record for the longest traveled to see the show live. I think it was 22 hours. 27, 27. hours of flight time. More than, more than a day. And then another five hours of driving, and that's Brian Charles from Bangkok, Thailand. Your he favorite place. It's my favorite city. <laughs> he, uh, he doesn't look like he's from Thailand. but Not at all. He... Uh, I got to be careful what I say there, right? Yeah. So, just, just leave it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. Profiling is not acceptable. I got to say that my favorite thing about Brian is I walk up to him and I he just had this shit-eating grin on his face. And I said, would you by any chance be Brian Charles? No, you did not. Yes, I did. Out of nowhere. Walked right up to him. How could you And do he that? said, wow, you look as douchey in person as you do on TV. <laughs> That's the first thing he said to me. And I knew, yeah. I knew we had just become best friends. Are we best friends now? <laughs> so is it butter or margarine? Well, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. With that hat on. You gave me the hat and you I said know. put it on. Because it's so I put it on. Because it's douchey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today is 222. 20, Which two, is my brother's two, birthday. Two. Sammy B., Happy birthday, buddy. That makes it Dos Ombre Day because ah, Dos All two, the twos. All the two. We run promotions in the store. We've been doing it for years. So we're going to do that today. So uh, tell us, Barry, the first cigar we're smoking. Well, today's first cigar is the Dos Ombre Dominican Natural, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic exclusively for Two Guys Smoke Shop. Comes in, it comes in, the size we're smoking is a 6x50 Toro, and it's a Dominican Puro. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $3.99, while a bundle of 20 is only $59.99, which makes it one of the best values in the cigar industry. And it's a savings of almost $20, or 25% off the bundle price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, and you are, unless you live in New Hampshire, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Yeah, there's a Dos Ombre cabinet, different packaging, mm-hmm. different look, different cigar. 
This one is a bundle cigar brand. Uh, this cigar came out in 1990. This was my first private label that I ever had. Five years into the cigar business, I said, two guys needs a cigar brand. And it was actually a girl over at the bank next door that came over and walked in and said, Dos Ombre, Dos Ombre, she would always say, uh, from Puerto Rico. And I never knew what she was saying. I thought she was saying hello or something until one day I asked her. Her name's Diana Rivera, still friends. Uh, I said, what do you say all the time when you come in? She says, dos hombre. I'm saying two guys because that's a store. I said, how do you spell that? You know, and I had no idea what it meant. And then I actually made a brand after it. So uh, 30 years right huh. now, uh, this brand's been out. And what about the band on this? Is this the it, same one from launch? It is. It is. So this was our logo of two guys. And instead of putting the word two guys in, I wrote Dos Ombre because if I made it a Spanish name instead of two guys, it would be more cigar Right. friendly, whatever, and I would be cool, and this was the thing. <laughs> but then people yelled at me and said, there's a cartoon on it. It's stupid, whatever. And I'll tell you right now, it's 30 years we've been selling it. We sell over 300,000 of these things in our brick-and-mortar retail store per year. The joke's on you. This thing worked <laughs> out pretty damn good. And you're still not cool, so. <laughs> I'm still not cool. Um, it uh, is made by different manufacturers, and we make lots of different – kinds. We have a Honduran. This is the Dominican. We have a Nicaraguan. We have a Baba Pole. We have a Candela. We have many, many different sizes, natural Maduro. There's so many skews when it comes to this over all these years. But the manufacturers that do it, the deal is if somebody makes the cigar, especially if it's a big name company that's doing it, I'm not to say right. who they are because <laughs> it may hurt their brand. But I buy lots of their other stuff and they Basically, I would say not take a loss. I don't think they're losing money. They're not making as much as they wish they would make. Sure. They're doing us a favor to be able to have a cigar under $4. This cigar for the first 25 years was in the $2 range. That was the idea with Dos Ombre. Back to 2 2 2 today in 2020. All the twos. The cigar was made in 1990 as a cigar in the $2 range. Here it is, 2020, 30 years later, and... Still unbelievable for the price. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't do it at two dollars anymore because we're paying uh, close to fifty cents in taxes and in importation as it is. Um, so price wise, Barry said it's a good price. I'm saying it's a long fill premium cigar. There is no better. This is the best price in the cigar. I'll be industry. the judge of that if we ever get it lit. All right, let's do it. You're telling your penny story again. All right. No, I'm not. Uh, let's give it a cut. And it wasn't a penny. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, right. It was a dollar. Yeah, piece. I got yelled for that last I week. I know. And, and, yep. and, and, and it lives. It lives on. And it's going to become the best story to end up laughing. No, no, it's not. It well, Dave, I got to tell you, occasionally people call for the story in the chat room. I, I I'm going to save that for our 10-year anniversary. Yeah, I don't sure. pass along the request. No, but it'll no. be on our 10-year anniversary that's coming up. Oh, great. <laughs> That'll be one of the greatest hits in quotes. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. I also need to give a shout out to my boy Murphy, who I know is watching the show. You know it? I know it. Okay. Thanks, Murph. All right. Dry pull. And I'm going to answer the question right now. Birthday cake. <laughs> Birthday cake. 
That's because it you is did, birthday cake. But that's because you did the snack authority before you. No, did it always is birthday. No, cake. it's friggin' birthday cake. The, the Connecticut <laughs> friggin' jerk. Um, the Dominican Connecticut version is birthday cake. It always has been. I don't know. I'm getting French toast. I think you're kind of splitting hairs there, parents. <laughs> now here's a new lighter. There's a reason for this today. Well, Alan Gold, the national sales manager of the Lotus Group, reached out to us and said that 222 is officially Margarita Day. And according to the official website of National Margarita Day, National Margarita Day is celebrated every year on February 22nd. We deeply respect and value its place in our history, so we honor this sacred tequila lime drink. And the folks at Lotus honor it with the Margaritaville Riptide. This is a single action lighter. Press the button, the lid pops open, and you've got a single jet that comes to life fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. And you need to know how much fuel you have? Right on the bottom of it, you coolest, have a fuel window coolest. in the shape of a margarita glass. Oh, nice. This is the Margaritaville Riptide by the Lotus Group, retailing for $14.99. Nice window at the bottom. And if you look at this lighter, it's going to look familiar to you as a different brand that cost way more. Mm. Let's say 10 times more. Yep. And this is $14.99. It's unbelievable. The other one is is one hundred and fifty dollars. This is fourteen ninety nine. Jonathan has green. You got blue. That's the colors they come in. Yeah. That's it. Okay. If you do order one from twoguyscigars.com, uh, if you leave a comment specifying green or blue, we'll do our best to give you your mm-hmm. color choice. Uh, but unfortunately, they're skewed the same. They're skewed the same. Thank yeah. you for yeah. finishing the thought. So I just stuck my. Dos Ombre cigar inside the Ombre ashtray that you see here. Jonathan's going to do that too. And here it is. And I don't know how well it's shown. Can I turn it turn a little them to sideways. the side? Yeah, there he goes. And you see the Ombre if I put my. Yeah, shirt. we need something behind. There we go. Oh, yeah. He's smoking right along with us. Most of the people are listening who have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> what happened is Dave and I stuck our cigars in the feet of the Ombre, and then the smoke from the tips of the cigars wafts. Up and comes out of his mouth, so it, he is smoking. It looks voluminous. It's it awesome. is voluminous. Yeah. It is quite which, voluminous. So which one's mine? Yours is the closest one to you. Good. Mine is the closest one to me. You guys right. don't want to exchange. No. We've done it before. Not at all. He's been sick, and it's terrible. It's like crossing the streams. You just don't do it. So uh, this is the ombre. So, hang on a second. Go You're ahead. taking a leak next to someone in the same toilet, <laughs> no, I'm and you to don't ghost- cross the streams. I'm referring to Ghostbusters, not your. <laughs> Golden shower fantasies. I digress, as you were. Uh, Golden showers bring me flowers. Something something like that. I remember as a kid. Well, did we check with Brian Charles to see if he came through China? Oh, yeah. Ah, we did not check. I got some rubber gloves in the back. I'll give him a full We're going to bring on Brian, Ch- Ch- Brian Charles on the after so show. So we can get that so in. It, it might be too late by then, but yeah, okay. Whatever. Just have some lines. We're already infected. <laughs> not Damn it. I didn't even think of that. I shook his hand and everything. Oh, yeah. I, You're a goner. Yeah. Wipe that no. on you. Yeah. <laughs> You're it. <laughs> <laughs> so the ombre ashtray, this was made for... Dos Ombre. That was the idea of this. Uh, this originally came out in the 1920s, this ashtray, and w- was redone up uh, some years ago. And uh, we're going to run a promotion on it right now. Uh, order a bundle of Dos Ombre 
or box or any uh, line size or anything of Dos Ombre until the end of the month. And the end of the month is February 29th. Uh, Next Saturday, you got a leap year. Get a whole extra day out of it. All you do is when you order a bundle, just put never smoke alone in the comment section of it, and we're going to send you one of these ashtrays. Are you serious? For free. The ashtrays worth more than the yeah. The 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 ashtrays worth more than the bundle itself. But it's still Sombre Day, and we're doing a promotion in the store, which is not this promotion. But I said, what can we do? Based upon how many people ask me how they can get one, how they could buy one. I want to put a little uh, footnote on this while supplies last. <laughs> okay. Because it's, it, the amount of messages we get is astronomical. Mm-hmm. So don't wait till the 29th. Yeah. I mean, the ashtray costs more than the bundle of cigars itself. Mm-hmm. But this is uh, our family here in the Cigar Authority. Let's throw them a bone. Here's the bone. Bone China or whatever this is, ceramic. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably made in China anyway. It doesn't say We're 12 it. minutes into the show. It's completely off the rails. By the way, so you put this in. It's an ashtray, right? You put the cigar in there. And then uh, in respects to the, um, the other podcast that we have here, in the back of this ashtray is a space that's over here. And this is how you empty the ashtray. And this is known as the Ash hole. Oh, ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, for the ash holes podcast. So then you get it. You, you just think the placement would be a little different on an uh, ash hole? We thought of that. Yeah, but you did. thought it no. was in poor taste. Yeah, it's in poor taste. So we have the ash holes in respect. We're doing this on the Cigar Authority, and here is the uh, ombre ashtray uh, brought to you by United Cigar, who distributes the box version mm-hmm. of that cigar, not the bundle. You can buy the box from us, and we'll give you the ashtray if you put down, um, what do we say? Never smoke alone. Who comes up with the, the comment codes? It was either me or Barry or Ed. I don't know who, who not, said it, but never smoke not, alone, the ombre ashtray. Not me, Ed, the real Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to it, because this is the, the episode um, that we put out every year that we seem to get a lot of trouble after this yeah, is. Yeah, you, you get yourself into trouble on this one. Uh, I have a lot of fun coming up with this stuff, and you guys are going to ch- chime in at the end here. Uh, chime in during the show also, but at the end, I want to hear what I missed, what should have huh. been here. But here's the interesting that, thing that happens on here. When I bring up a company that I put into this and say, oh, they're going to sell out to this person, and this is going to happen here, and they're going to buy, sell, trade, whatever's going to end up happening, go out of business, any of this stuff can happen. This is... This is making making it up. It's a prediction of what's going to end up happening. Educated prediction, but it's a prediction not, nonetheless. If I put them in, they get mad at me and say, why did you say I was going to do that? And I'm not going to do this and whatever. If I don't put them in, they call me up and say, well, how come you didn't mention me? How come I didn't do anything? So there's no win here. There's no win for me. It doesn't matter. So all bets are off. I might as well throw people in, and mm-hmm. I'm going to throw people in, and uh, we'll get to that. Um, Sometimes I do these things, they actually come true. Some of the time, I think to myself, and I've never got confirmation on it, but I think I sparked the idea of a manufacturer to buy, sell, uh, merge. All these things end up happening. Uh, I, I remember one in particular, I said... I said it, then did you hear from them at all or anything? No, I never heard from anything. And then four weeks later... We get a call, and all of a sudden, so who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, it has something to do with it. So I'm going to put down my uh, birthday cake. <laughs> do you still have birthday cake? I know it was in the cold draw. No. Now I got more cake. More cake. But it was French toast for me in the cold draw. All right. 
See, now it's in his brain. But I had a French toast bagel for breakfast. Ah, so that was, so was a piece he, left in there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I didn't floss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's start. Let's let's get with it. Uh, let's start with them versus us. So them. If you remember in a past episode, then are the big four. The big four being Altadis, Davidoff, General, and Swisher. They're probably the four biggest people that are in the cigar business. These are the people that pulled away from the TPE, not going. Uh, PCA. PCA. Mm-hmm. Um, the big four, we call them, or they call themselves. I don't know how that originally happened, but I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah, and I, I know it never changes what you say. Klaus is on. Okay, doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I know. Well, this Klaus one, Kellner. yeah, this one's usually uh, well attended by the industry. Yeah, right? yeah. So um, the, these uh, four people are not going to go to the PCA this year. Uh, my prediction is 2020 they won't be there. In 2021, they won't be there either. I think they're out. All four of them are, are out. There's going to be some backlash. There's going to be some them versus us stuff. People are feeling right now they got to pick a side. I don't like it at all that this is the way it's going. But I I would have thought at Tobacco Plus Expo, it was the opportunity to talk and make these things go away and let's just cut the shit. It didn't happen. Uh, I talked to people even after. Um, It's the great divide that's happening in the industry right now. I I hate it. But uh, that's how I feel is going to happen. So I think for 2021 and, and maybe forever, uh, they're going to go out. Um, retailers begin to push back from them, from those companies, because they, they did draw a line in the sand. Um, and I believe long-term employees for these companies may be leaving them also. Um, and that's not a wild guess. You have a lot of conversations. I have a lot of conversations. <laughs> so I, I think, um, you know, these people have relationships. These employees have relationships with the retailer, the consumer, everything. And they're feeling dirty, too, and saying, uh, yeah, I'm looking. And the way the economy is right now, this is the time to look. Right. Um, so I think that ends up doing it unless... This, these companies end up saying, okay, enough of this bullshit, Let, let's do it. But to me, it looks like uh, a divide and conquer uh, direction for them, a line in the sand. And um, I'm going to break that down now to each company. Um, so let's take Altadis first. They will be sold in May of 2020, just a, f- a few months from now. Um, and the announcement may come as early as March that we may hear this. Uh, there'll be a foreign buyer either from Russia, Spain, or China. Again, I'm making this up. I don't have any (laughs) details of this, and I may or may not have non-disclosure agreements. So I'm making all this stuff up. The best bet is communist China that would want Habanos, but not necessarily the U.S. entity and may, and then at that point, sell that off at the same time or soon after, and possibly to one of the big four. Just the U.S. version, which they can do. Right. They can't with the Habanos thing that's on there. Uh, it actually seems like these big guys do not want the U.S. side. They want all these companies want yeah. 
the and they would get Habanos well, USA. They would get Habanos in the USA when the embargo someday does lift. So they, it's not like they don't get right. the USA. Eventually, someday they'll they'll get it. Although I've been waiting for fifty years. It has 60 years. It hasn't happened. Uh, Altadis has no path to the PCA right now, and that includes to the person they sell to because they're not going to it. By then, there is going to be an owner of it, and that person has no path to the PCA if they are the big four. <coughs> if there's somebody that's not in the big four, sure, they're already in. But if it becomes so if, one of those big if someone like Perdomo scoffs it up and says, okay, I'll take it, he's, he's already, already yeah. going. You're right. He's all set. He's all set. But my my prediction is it will be one of those big four. But the really the PCA does take an awful lot of time to set up. So I would expect Maybe that Altada side doesn't end up making it. They're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. They're out. They're out. And that would be the only caveat to they're not going to be there in 2021 would be the company that ends up buying this says, okay, I'm bringing it in for 2021, especially if it's not one of those big four. So who, who would have the liquidity to be able to pull that off? One of those big four. Yes. So outside Altada, of those big four, who else? has the ability to be able to put that kind of money together. It's not all that much. There's, yeah. there's it's going to be a hundred million or more. Oh, right. hundreds of millions. Yeah. So hundreds of that's millions, a lot of not money. Billions, not billions. Well, Nick, Perto- or Nick Perdomo has that kind of money to, or at least the ability to be able to, if, if, yeah. if he so chose. Yeah. There's a but, lot of them. There's a lot you know, of them out there that could buy the U S side. The, the there's only four that could buy the big thing, right? But um, the problem they're, with, not, they're not buying with it the U.S. They, side is it's a mishmash of stuff, right? It's uh, cigar bars and yeah, the, you know, wholesale company, wholesale, you know, and mail I don't order know company. if it maps well no, to. It could get chunked out. Any of the independents, yeah, it could get chunked out. But uh, my um, knowledge out there says that. The, the big players that are looking to buy this thing don't want the U.S. side at all. Right. So it gets spaced out at that point. But Imperial Tobacco, who owns, a bond, owns the whole thing, <coughs> is not willing to sell it in piecemeal. They're selling it as a whole. No, but they, so the next guy has to break it up. Right. And that, that may be an option, right? Some yeah, yeah. investment bank comes in and figures, okay, if we break this up, we can make some money on selling yeah. the parts. Yeah. And, and get some of their parts for it the next It has to, to be a tobacco person that's in because no one in their right mind would touch the cigar industry if you're looking at it as an investment. It's, you would think. You would think. <laughs> There's a lot of people who aren't in their right mind. Right. True. Yeah. Plus, it's easier to touch if you already have the deal made in the background, so it's a quick turnaround. Could this be why yes, Peter Reno is in the yeah. audience right now? Because he's oh my financial he's, guy. He's right? thinking they, about maybe buying the yeah. U.S. side. Yeah, it, it ain't me. <laughs> it ain't me. So look, that was Altadas Davidoff. Let's look at them. Uh, to me, and I and I know they're listening, but it <laughs> seems to me that this was a mistake. They don't belong there. They don't belong with with the others. And uh, something's up their sleeve, as a prediction. Something's up their sleeve. Maybe um, a calculated long-term something that's going on there. Um, and when it comes down to it, and I broke it all the way down to say what it is, I say Davidoff will be sold. That's uh, why well, I have that on my list. Okay. That's all that makes sense for the, for the moves that has happened 
of recent. And if they are being sold, the only person that would be sold to is the big four within those big four. So that's why they, they got with them. Hmm. Because anything else looks like a mistake. And mistakes happen. It could be a mistake. But I think they're very bright. So you think maybe they're already secretly dating one of the other Correct. three? Correct. There's, <laughs> there's already a, um, what do they call that before you make the purchases? There's a Collusion? Of, uh, uh, there's a, a memo of understanding? Understanding, a letter of understanding, or something's going on. Again, I'm, I'm making yeah. everything up here. Um, if they were to sell to Scandinavian Tobacco, one of the big four, which is General Cigar, they would do that for, they would buy it for U.S. control and their international, right? They're a perfect buyer for somebody like that. If they sold to Swisher, it would be, Swisher does not have global concentration where Davidoff does, and they would have premium placements and online presence, which to they're me, the ones that are missed. They're the only me, ones yes, missing that. To me, that's the one that makes sense is Swisher. And if it was to somebody who buys Altadis, let's assume it, it's the, commun the, the communist China ends up being the one that buys it. Now it would be global dominance that they would have. Not only that they bought Altadis and they bought Davidoff too, now they have global dominance. So that's why um, what could work if that was there. Now I'm going to take it to uh, Scandinavian Tobacco General. Um, they are going to keep buying. They bought Royal Agio we saw this year. Now why would they buy Royal Agio? That is not for the Royal Agio in the U.S., which is the smallest piece. Yeah, I mean, there's no, um, this is for, gl for global dominance. Um, Scandinavian bought Thompson Cigars, along with Cigars International, Cigars.com, direct-to-consumer. You can see the moves they're making. I think they continue to buy. If we saw, the, saw them buy Royal Agio. I don't think they're done. I think they buy Gurkha, Padilla, Alec Bradley, A.J. Fernandez, Greycliffe, and Villiga. Huh? Wow. That's what I think they do. I'll say those names again. Gurkha, Padilla, Alec Bradley, A.J. Fernandez, Greycliffe, and Villiga. It's a lot of money. They got it. <laughs> We're talking total domination is what they're going for. And more if FDA's cost and compliance go into full assault on the industry, then they have to do, make that move. Now I'm going to throw um, a little oddball thing that's in here with Swisher. Swisher, who could be the one that I said earlier could be a Davidoff, purchased Davidoff, or it could go the other way where Swisher actually gets bought, but not from those guys. The person that buys them is Altria, Philip Morris. Philip Morris, who looks like they're out because they're getting rid of Nat Sherman, but they don't want Nat Sherman. They want Swisher, which is the biggest interesting thing they could end up doing. Swisher, family-owned and operated company, missing some of the elements that, that, that uh, would not be of interest with Altria and set up perfectly for them. So Altria gets back into the cigar industry. They, they, they are anyway because they have Middleton's, Black and Mild. Right. They never got rid of that. So what are they missing? They're missing Swisher. So now it becomes a, a takeover at that point. Um, 
this is why I'm saying retailers begin to push back as these things happen. And as they should. Geez, what are we going to do at that point? So of those big four, am I missing anything here on those big four? Throw something in if you think it's any different than I'm saying or I'm out of my mind. None of these things can happen. No, the the one in there that doesn't really uh, – is Padilla really big enough to be acquired? The, the reason why is they're big online. I don't think they're selling in the store, but these these big online, small retail footprint things, uh, that, this is what I saw in 1997 when the cigar boom was over. These things that were going good online, they just got eaten away by the online guys basically saying, yeah, we're not going to buy any from you unless, of course, you want to just sell us the whole line and, you know... It, with FDA and stuff, maybe they are looking for trademark names. They're selling a bunch of them. They start putting the brakes on purchases, and it's like, I did it. I'll buy all your inventory if right. you give me the trademark names to it, too. You know, and I'm not a ruthless, Savage. crazy guy or right. something, but you want me to buy all those things, give me the trademark to it also. That's how it's going to play up with, with, with those particular guys, with the exception of within that group of of people that I mentioned, you got AJ Fernandez. It would be for the farms and the tobacco yep. and everything that, that goes. Sense. Villaga would be for international dominance that would happen there. What do you think? Crazy? Yeah, but I've learned not to bet against you. So <laughs> you're making a good argument. Yeah. And the reasons does for why I'm saying that it is the interesting thing is because it's AJ Fernandez. Does it stay AJ Fernandez even if he's out? Because they're gonna probably not keep them on and aj fernandez brands i don't know if those are even the grandfathered in products we're going to see all this in may who made it who didn't you would have to keep the name aj fernandez all they want is the farms yeah but if you're going to make a product you know yeah they own it why would they not take it of course they're going to take it all it has a brand recognition you know somebody wouldn't buy coca-cola to rename it Mm. well you know you you can still go with uh H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. You don't have to necessarily keep A.J.'s core line. Yeah. True. Which is very, very small in comparison to H. Upman. Right. Right. <laughs> so that's that's the early on. I got a lot more to get to, uh, but let's talk about Dos Ombre Dominican Toro a little bit. This, uh, this is part of the care package, so people are smoking it. Uh, under $4 a cigar. Buy the bundle yeah. under $3 a cigar. It's a it's a good long filled. It's a good morning smoke. It's mild. Mm. It's smooth. It's balanced. It's well constructed. It's everything you want in a cigar. And a little white pepper, <clears> a little buttery think, component. And some and so many people have like this preconceived notion of like, uh, you know, I'm a premium cigar smoker. I'm not smoking bundle. If we gave you the cigar without a bang, you would it. never think it's a bundle cigar. Yeah. Right. And so. I buy these to keep them in my humidor for people who Come visit and yeah. say, I want a cigar, yeah, right? Space. Because, well, But nothing to be ashamed of. It's going to burn well, taste no, good. No, it's a very good cigar. This one in particular is on the milder side, so you can give this to anybody, and you don't have to be overly upset if they smoke half of it and put it down. And if I got one of those ashtrays, I'll say I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to look at the next set of manufacturers buying, selling, merging, or shutting down. They are Fuente, Rocky Patel, Oliva, Padron, J.C. Newman, Ashton, and Perdomo. 
We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. 
with over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy. The Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hi, this is Brian Charles, living in Bangkok, Thailand, Mr. Jonathan's favorite city. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We're gonna I'll, have we're gonna I'll have Brian it. on and uh, on the after show, and uh, he can recite that uh, out loud. <laughs> but we can recite it without even hearing it. We got that one down, Pat. We're back with smoking Dos Armory Dominicans celebrating 30 years of my first private label I ever had, and we're discussing the conspiracy of the cigar industry. Today is our prediction show. Welcome back, everybody. Here is the Ombre Ashtray. This is what we're giving away if you buy any bundle or box. Barry's of Das Ombre. Of Das Ombre. Yes, you cannot buy a box of Davidoff yeah. and get one of these ashtrays. Yeah, Although I, spent, I would love you to buy a box of Davidoff. I spent the entire first half hour answering private messages. Yeah. Well, what if I buy a box of something and a Das Ombre sampler? No. <laughs> yeah. It has to be a full box of Das Ombre cabinet or a full bundle, bundle. of Das Ombre. Yeah, it's, it's, there's $40 bundles or something. Yeah. Just buy a bundle of this and... Suck it up. And then leave in the common field, never smoke alone, yeah. and we'll send you to smoking airstrike. I thought it was a simple thing, but always when you simplify it down <laughs> to the, the most simple thing. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch, listen to the first half hour after the show because I didn't hear a thing you said. I was answering message yeah. after message after message. Yeah. Well, I made up everything that, that you heard, and I'm going to continue to make stuff up as we're going right now. So uh, let's continue It's all that. alleged. Um, the uh, next set of manufacturers, and I believe this is the next set, and I'm going by the amount of cigars they produce, money taken in, and all this stuff. And I don't know these things for positive, but I would imagine the next set 
comes down to a, a Toro Fuente, Rocky Patel, Oliva, not, not in any particular order, Padrone, J.C. Newman, Perdomo, Ashton. Those are companies that are big out there through the United States. Uh, plenty of grandfathered brands that they have. They're going to be around for a long period of time. Major name recognition, right? So this is the next set. So let's, let's break that down and let's look at uh, Toro Fuente. Um, they are staying in and they will be buying the remaining shares of Ashton. Hmm. So they are part owner of Ashton. I believe 30 or 40% of Ashton. They produce Ashton cigars and um, they will be buying the rest of it. And they will take that. And Which then- would make sense because they have that Nicaraguan facility, so they they could make up, they could make the cigars, the other half that they don't produce themselves. Correct. They, they in make Nicaragua. a lot of cigars. They they're making cigars for themselves in the Dominican, and Ashton is is made by a Toro Fuente, but Ashton makes a lot of other brands in Nicaragua, and they use Don Papin Garcia to do that. Right. And if Fuente ended up owning it. Now he has a new facility with nothing to make in that facility, which, which was so weird when they were breaking ground to it. I said, why are they breaking ground to something where FDA says you can't make a new brand? What are you going to do with that factory and those farms? Well, the answer is we buy Ashton and we take over the, the production of that. Makes sense, right? I had that on my list, okay. so I 100% agree. Okay, so that, it, it makes sense anyway that that could be done. At that point, though, they are not really distributors. They have their distribution through J.C. Newman, who does it, and had a long-standing relationship to it. So does they could hang on to their Ashton distribution, or they could simply move it back where they have their other stuff. Well, they never moved their distribution, and they owned 30 or 40% of Ashton to begin with. They never brought it to Ashton, so I think they give it all to J.C. Newman. And just shut that down. Now, J.C. Newman has a long history of rolling the dice, doing new things, things that had never been done before. There's new blood in that company in um, Drew Drew Newman. Yeah. And he is aggressive. So does he roll the dice and say, all right, we're buying Fuente? No. (laughs) They couldn't. Or could they? they? No, they couldn't. It's too too big, too much money. They couldn't. I don't think so. Could it go the other way? They need like 10% down on a commercial It could loan. go the other way, but it won't. No. They ain't going nowhere. No. I mean, they're they, all in. They just. They have such a, a longstanding relationship. Yeah. It's working for both of them, I yeah. think. Yeah. No, I don't see that happening. It's, it's possible, and it's good you're throwing this in. I, I like thinking of this. Now, thing. the other thought I had is. Um, we know that Perdomo is close with the folks at Ashton. Is that something that he's interested in? He certainly can you afford know, it. You know, I talked to him years ago about what about the Dominican Republic. He, he was like one of the first guys to go all in on Nicaragua. He loves it. Uh, you know, all, all your eggs in one basket type of thing scares me, but he's all in with it, and uh, I don't see him going to the Dominican. So there's the negative thing of, of with Ashton, I think. And you know what? He, he has a lot of brands. You think just Perdomo and stuff, but over the years, oh yeah, holy God. I mean, there was books like this of, of the uh, grandfathered in trademark stuff that I saw. 
I couldn't believe it, how many they had. Uh, and they're, they're not going anywhere. But uh, let's look at Oliva, another big European player, Jay Cortez. That's mm -hmm. the real owner of, right. of it. Um, they, they came in and bought Olivas, and now there's a story that they bought tobacco farms in Nicaragua. Yep, over 800 acres of tobacco farms. All right, so they're going nowhere, right? Right. But they don't make enough cigars for 800 acres worth of tobacco, so they're buying somebody. Uh, I'm going to see if we're on the same page here. Um, I think that they end up maybe buying an online company. And that online company could be JR, which is owned by Altatus mm -hmm. when this thing gets broken up, that they end up buying something like that. Along with its names, they could buy Famous, which is a single owner, um, monster online company, or even Holtz, which is the Ashton one that Fuente, when he buys them, would want no part of direct-to-consumer, nor would J.C. Newman. So they end up getting rid of that, and they sell that off to Oliva. With those online guys, just like Two Guys has Dos Ombre for brands and a whole bunch of others, these guys have a whole bunch of brands. So that they have all this and say, okay, now we have all these other brands. Yes, you they're not well-known brands. These are online brands. But you do a name change, and you're, you're all set. You're, you're a new brand that you're trying yeah. to launch. So uh, that's where I'm going. Where are you going on this? So uh – We've been waiting for somebody to buy the cigar portion of Nat Sherman. Originally, I thought it was going to be La Polina because La Polina also wanted a brick and mortar in New York City. But that seems to be going nowhere. I'm thinking maybe they buy the, the Nat Sherman, the brands, the host, the Metropolitan, yeah. all that. And now they need the extra tobacco. That's where the extra tobacco goes. It starts off those, with those brands small. are not that big. No, but it, they it, could. It, it's bigger. a brand that had a family history to it, and Jay Cortez is very big on family. Um, I think they start off with something small like that, Sherman. The brand. Why is Jay Cortez that much on family? I don't see that. <laughs> it's a family-owned company. They were interested in that Sherman because it was a family-owned company. The press release at the time said they believe in family. Really, um, I, I never heard that. So. <laughs> I think that's the. I think maybe that's where the Nash Sherman cigars are going to go to. That's my theory. All right. Um, speaking of family, let's look at really the three family brands that are here now: is Perdomo, Rocky Patel, and Padron. These are family that the people working for these three companies are. If you go into the uh, Perdomo office. It's all Perdomos. It's all Perdomo. You go into uh, Padron, Same it's thing, all, yeah. and you go to Rocky Patel. It's the it's the cousin. It's the brother. It's a lot of Patels that are, are there. Um, they are family owned and operated companies, and I believe will continue. And I'm hoping that they continue because this is what I love about the, the industry of the families that you end up dealing with families and this is what brick and mortars are as family-owned companies too and that's what i would be hoping is happening and maybe some of these are looking for brands to buy but i don't think they go anywhere um but maybe add to their portfolio if they want to go to the next level uh next level being with a because these all these companies i believe are at the second level down from the top four sure they all sit in there, and I don't know if I'm missing anybody that's in there. Um, they seem to be the, the, the bigger players. 
ready to go. You know, these guys were down below and they moved up into this ranking. I, I threw Perdomo in there as a possible buyer, but I honestly think in my heart of hearts, Perdomo's all set. He's just an island unto himself. And as Padron is. Padron, I think, is a different story. I think Padron sells out, not acquires. I think they would be acquired by someone interested in that. Boy, it, it, since the passing of, uh, of their father, th there's been no slow up or anything. I mean, it's business as usual. And, um, you know, I was, I was there at the funeral and he got up in the church and said, our job is to keep this going for our father in the church. So, you know, so what I had thought of before, before God, he really yeah. has no choice but to continue. They're, they're, and uh, now his son is in college here right. in Boston. And, you know, is he interested in coming in and becoming the next generation? George is still young and Orlando yeah. is still young. They got plenty of time right. to go. But, you know, one of these big guys, yeah. big, big dollars. Somebody I writes mean, a check. On the Perdomo side, you already got the next generation coming in. And he's all in. Yeah. Nicholas is all in, and he's got it. Yeah. He's got what the it takes, too. In. Yep. He's got what it takes. And uh, Rocky ain't going anywhere. Rocky, I think, is a, it, it, I think Rocky is a guy that wants to acquire. I think, I think he wants his, to acquire. These are people mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. to acquire, not to be acquired. I think, yeah, I think Rocky is, is going to play in that space. I just don't. I don't get the vibe from Nick Perdomo that uh, he's looking to shell out any of, any of that money. Okay. Okay, that ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. <clears throat> Victor Sinclair Cigars. Here's the hypothetical battle. Who would win this? Would you rather? Would you rather have one real get-out-of-jail card or a key that opens any door? Taking the key. Really? Yeah. Because you don't do any bad stuff anymore? No. You're going to end up getting charged with breaking and entering. Just having a key doesn't mean you're allowed to just go inside those doors. Really? Why? I got a key to the I'm a door. key holder. Yeah. I'll take the get out of jail free card because all the things that entered my mind, I can at least do one of them and get away all with right. it. You're thinking of killing somebody. Uh, I plead the fifth. Bring it. <laughs> I don't have the card. Bring it on. Not you. Really? Not you. Huh? Would have lost a bet on that one. <laughs> the Actually, key. nobody of two guys would be on the top of my list. The, the, the thing I like about the key is that I got a keychain full of keys, mm -hmm. and that I would only have one, and that would make life easier. And and honestly, I don't do, never did bad stuff I could have anyway. used the, the key this morning. You know, I got a lot of uses for you a key. Have one key. Yeah. See, I would rob Fort Knox, be set for life. Once you go in, though, you didn't. You don't have the the thing to shut the alarm off. No, but I got the get out of jail free card, so I'm ah. not going to go to jail for it. It doesn't mean you. But get you don't to have keep a key them. to be able to get into Fort Knox. No, it's, I'm with David. Sorry, it's you, the key. You You're in. wrong, Barry. Key. <laughs> what key? Key's the key. Even if you have the key, you can't steal the gold. If you have a get out of jail free card, you could steal the gold. Not well, go to jail. The difference is we're not looking to steal all the gold. And how much gold uh, do you think you can I'm carry? I'm looking to make, <laughs> make my keychain less lie. bulky. <laughs> I'm looking at I will say that was one of the best episodes ever of Gilligan's Island, where they were training the Gilligan's people to rob Fort Knox. I don't remember that. Oh, Dave, you mm -hmm. got to check it out. I got to go back. Oh, yeah. You got to go back. 
All right, let's, speaking of going back, let's go back to what we're talking about here as we continue the conspiracy or uh, the predictions of what's happening here. Let's look at the others. We have La, uh, La Fleur Dominicana, family owned and operated, staying, but possibly a merger. And the merger would be with Hochi Blanco, Indian Head Sales. Hmm. This is the one he's already partners with, with the tobacco fields. And now let's simplify life a little bit. Uh, Hochi Blanco is La Galera. He has the tobacco fields with him. Now it's a merger with a very popular brand name. And maybe Hochi could help them with production. Yeah, definitely could. <laughs> could definitely do that. And it would be a win-win. See, I have LFD they, on my they, sell list. I don't know about a merger. I have them on my sell list. Lido and Inez, they were in the uh, jewelry business. They yeah. got out of that. They sold. Uh, I don't know. That was if they have that commitment. was 1980, 1992. Yeah, so maybe, maybe it's time to you know go to the beaches of Spain and ride their horses on the sand. Were you <laughs> here when Lido was here? At nighttime, we were here till like 2 o'clock no, in the morning. We I was here, here, yep. He ain't going nowhere, right? <laughs> this guy is into it, man. Yeah. What a great night that was, yeah, by was the way. Very rich history. Unbelievable. I think he, he, we got to get him on and tell yeah, these yeah. stories because I've known him for a long time. and, and He opened up. He oh, opened my up God. Big time. It was alcohol. It was good food, alcohol, and he, he opened up like unbelievable. He should tell these stories. I think that if Hochi's going to get in the game, then he goes LFD, Fuente, Ashton, Holtz, and just goes all in. Oh, no, he couldn't. <laughs> he's, doing, he's doing really good, too. Fuente's a monster, man. It's one of those next-tier things. I don't think LFD is in that with the, you know, they're doing good, but they ain't doing that good. Plus, Fuente means so much to the Dominican Republic. I think his, his, his ties to the yep. community there, he, he just wouldn't give that up. Yeah. And, the, and his daughter's in it now. You know, it's just like Sisters Laura. has always been in it. Someone weird. writes a check. It's just like Laura. They're all they don't set. need money. It's the, just all like these Laura companies Laura. certainly don't mean, need money. It's not about money, Ed Sullivan. Not about money. He knows. Mm-hmm. When, when you get to that level, money, say money is no object. There's not enough money to buy. What are you going to do? Pile it on top of your other money and then do what? You love it. Go swimming in your vault that Barry doesn't have a key to because he made the wrong choice. Although money could be a factor for Fuente with all this, the schooling he does, all the health uh, thinking programs for well, kids. You do see if that. he has the money, he could set up everything he wants to for the for the younger generation. If he was truly done, yeah, then he could, yeah. you know, funnel all the money into charitable foundations. Do like these billionaires do when they yeah. give away money yeah. the rest of their life. Yeah. Uh, philanthropist. Um, well, if if LFD and Hochi Blanco La Galera merge, they could now begin to acquire. They were, now they have some breathing room or something. They're together. They're strong, and they acquire some smaller brands like EP Carrillo, uh, which I know they're very friendly with. With PDR, which is in his. Um, stable of factories that uh, Hochi owns. La Polina, who gets made by them. Um, you could even uh, maybe throw in some other Dominican strongholds that are there, like Christoph and Jose Dominguez, 
major producer that's out of there. You get a monster company now at this point if you end up doing this. Yeah, um, you would think, Jose Dominguez, it'd be interesting to some people if they really want to crank up production because he can produce. Yeah, yeah. And I throw Christoph and Jose Dominguez in because they support the show. And, <laughs> and they'll be, they'll be mad at me if I don't. If I don't. So they, they, where, where do you belong? Where do you go? Certainly by yourself is fine and, and things are good. But if I got to put you somewhere, there's the little family that you could merge with or be sold to and go from there. Uh, others I want to include here is Don Papine, uh, formerly My Father Cigars. Mm. And I say formally, mm. if the grandfather thing ends up happening, My Father Cigar doesn't exist, mm. and it goes back to Don Papine. They merge with Tatuaje. I've been ta saying this for years. Yeah. Pete moved now to Florida, yeah. got married. Yeah. He's in the family. What the hell are you guys doing? Not having right. two. And I love the reps. I don't want the reps to lose their job, but you're paying two reps. You're paying two warehouses. You're paying two. It's crazy. I don't get it. Um, you guys bought the. Um, Maybe it was part of a prenup, and that's why it's separate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they bought the. Um, what's the brand? Um, uh, Fonseca. 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 I say they buy the rest of Casada now. That was the first thing, and now let's buy the rest of it because they, in my past, were losing the manufacturing mm -hmm. to um, the Ashton brands right. that goes now to Fuente because he ends up buying that. And I think Casa Magna would make the predicate. It's been around since before 2007. Yeah. So they have other things. There. Yep. He has other old brands, too. I remember carrying bundles and things yep. from them and stuff. So they have other old brands, and, and it wouldn't hurt. Um, Don Pepin Garcia a lot. They would lose their brands now, but now they do the name changes or whatever they do with the rest of the Casada brands that are sitting there, yep. grandfathered in, basically doing nothing. So that would make sense. Then you got Aganosa Leaf. Merger and distribution agreement with HVC, because they make it, right? right. Elysion. Yep, they make it. Warped. They make it. <laughs> Crown Heads. Don't think they make anything for them yet. Really? Yeah. Wow, I see them as a natural. Room 101, Caldwell, and Hoya de Nicaragua. Mm -hmm. And Hoya de Nicaragua, mm -hmm. I say, because Hoya de Nicaragua, back to the original top four, leaves Swisher and Drew Estates. I have that on my list, too. As do I. Hoya de Nicaragua taking back the distribution from Drew Estates to create their own network of reps and brokers. However, if they merge with somebody else that has an existing network yeah. of reps and brokers... That's half the battle right there. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And that's not that we know anything, right? No. But makes sense of, of this. They don't want to be they don't want to be in that mess either. No. Right? And uh, they're kind of lost. They, you know, like La Aurora, everybody knows La Aurora is the first Dominican cigar factory. Hoya de Nicaragua is the first cigar factory of Nicaragua. Yeah. They kind of lost with Drew Estate a little bit. Yeah. It's kind on the second page. Of yeah. That. It's time for them to go out and be the focal point. Yeah. I agree. That's what I would do if I were them. Possible other scenarios. Hoy de Nicaragua merges with Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and distributes Fratello Foundation and even Romacraft. Again, support, yeah, you just, supporters of the show. Yeah, I you mean. just blew my load. Yeah. yeah. I, have, well, uh, really? I have Saka and Skip. Joining forces with Hoya de Nicaragua and creating yeah, 
this sort of mm. super brand family because they'll have and the, soccer could become the president because look what he did with did with yeah. two estates. He has yeah. the chops to to run that whole side. Yeah. Skip I, has the geek factor. He can uh, be working in the factory. Matt, Matt it'd right. be a great company. It would definitely help Skip with uh, in terms of materials to work with. Correct. Right now, he's you know right basically making cigars to order. Yeah, <laughs> buying buy, bales at a time. Yeah, you got to order from him months yeah. in advance, and so if, if they're looking, they should be thinking this way. Uh, and maybe they are, and 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 maybe the other company isn't and listening, and maybe they're interested. What wouldn't you know? I feel like when some of these things happen, did, did we have anything to do with this that <laughs> made them think this way? Um, and the last here, I have uh, JRE with CLE. You have that every year, right? Yeah, and, and they should just, it, just it, do, do it. it. Just do it. Yeah. Two brothers, you guys are operating the, two, the, two sales teams. The Aurora family is the first family of Corojo tobacco. Yeah. And they should operate as such. Yeah. I mean, how about your favorite cigar in an 1118 format? Ah, uh, the Aladino Corojo Reserver <laughs> in 1118. So, I'm all in. Here's what I would Dave's say. Dave's going to order whatever you make. He, he might not Barry know it yet, but I'm spending his money. If you came out with that in an 1118 size, we'll take the whole production. My problem with the 1118 size is that it is considerably stronger than the Robusto. Yeah. And I just like the Robusto in that Corojo Reserve so much. I don't want it stronger. I don't want it milder. I want it exactly the same. Well, but see, I Barry smoke, and I will yeah. smoke them. Yeah, yeah, I smoked the CLE Corojo 1118, on, and I reviewed it on the oh, you get to the and it's it, Yeah, it starts out. Yeah, it starts out nice, mellow, creamy, very rich, and then you get into the thicker portion of the 1118. It's like, holy shit, I can see like my own future. Would, would you yeah. call it a very strong you know cigar? Why? So to make that 1118 size, they crisscross the tips right at that bulbous region. So you end up leaving the, the Is tips. Is that a fact or you're making that No, it's a 100% fact. <laughs> okay. You leave the tips of one and you pick up the tips of the other because they're crisscrossed. It's boom. It's intense. Yeah. A great flavor. I just I would like the strength dialed back. The Robusto uh, in the Corojo is so much better. Uh, yeah. I know you guys yeah. think I'm a wuss, but whatever. Yeah. Well, not just us, our listeners too. But. <laughs> and, and, and one last thing here is Altria that I said is going to buy Swisher. I think they would want Swisher to break up the premium division with the machine-made division, and they only buy the machine-made division because they don't want to be in the premium market. There's no doubt about it, right? Yeah. So that becomes broken up. At that point, now you have the, the machine-made division, which is, is bought, and now you have the premium market, Liga Pavada, Acid, all that stuff, which goes to somebody else, or Swisher ends up hanging on to that and says, okay, but the money in that company is with their machine-made sure. product. We're talking billions and billions of dollars. The Acid stuff is going to end up going away. It may go away. Flavor bands and all that. Yeah, it may go away. So that's what I have. Um, and uh, final thoughts here on Dos Ombre Dominican Toro. I I'm gonna. I could smoke it all day, every day. It's not aggressive. A lot it's, of people do. You know. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. This is a hammock cigar. It's not gonna. It's, if it's hot out, it's not gonna. The heat keep the it, bugs away. Yeah, it's the heat. Yeah. Not, it's not gonna make you like. I need something to drink. I need a piece of chocolate. This is you just, talk about cigars like you have this a, is, a shitty trench coat and you <laughs> open it up and there's cigars for each occasion because you, you that's that's your game but plan. This is this is the oh the I'm going to go in a hammock. Hang on, what do I have for that? Oh, Dos Ombre, Connecticut in the Toro size. I'm going in the hammock. 
Oh, I'm frying bacon naked. Yeah, I have one. Yeah, that's that's too. Do you ever go on a hammock, though? You can't I, go on a hammock. I've been in a hammock really? a long time ago. How did yeah. you get out? A long time ago. hundred pounds He was ago? laying on the ground. He just <laughs> rolled off. Yeah. Well, the tree's bent. So. <laughs> <laughs> the hammock. Holy shit. What you don't want to do is go in a hammock with him and have him fall right. out. You notice Gilligan back to here was on oh, the yeah. top hammock and the skipper was underneath because yeah. you wouldn't want it the other way around. Oh, no. No. Hammocks. <laughs> it's a lost thing, the hammock. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, have we missed anything? Barry, Mr. Jonathan and Ed has some thoughts on this of what I may have missed. The conspiracy continues. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General work. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the 3 Pete. 
crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habato uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there. This is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority. And I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Hank Kelman and my son... That's Peter Kellner, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we're back with our number two. This is The Conspiracy Show, and it continues on Dos Ombre Day 222. Two, 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 we, we got it. Lots of twos. Yeah. Lots o- of two. See where I go with here? 022220, which backwards is 022220. Wow. Whew. This will never happen again. Mind blown. special day. So for Next the special year. day, if you order a bundle of Dos Hombre cigars, any size, any box, it can be a box, it can be a bundle. A box of Dos Hombre cabinet, a box of Davidoff don't count. No, right. It has to be. Of course, it has to be Dos Hombre <laughs> on right. Dos Hombre day. Although I'd love you to buy a box of 
Davidoff would be yeah. great, but you're not going to get an ashtray. You're going to well, get some great Well, five bucks to Davidoff and then add on the add bundle. Add on. Of, uh, there we go. This, uh, this deal is going to be until um, February 29th or, as, as Barry likes to say, till um, supplies. supplies last. Our supplies last. I reached out to uh, Ed Santa Maria, who's in Nashua today because of Dos Hombre Day. Yep. And we have, I don't know, what do we have? Maybe like two, 250 ashtrays. We've yeah. gone through almost half of them already. All right. <laughs> well, I figured there was going to be an early, early bump, but um, we, we get a lot of listeners on Monday, Monday yes. morning, driving to work and stuff. So it's Monday morning. Right. Uh, don't do it while you're driving. Pull off to the side. Go on to the site. That is uh, V2 of the ashtrays, right? Version 2. Version 2, yes. Because it, it used bigger, to be smaller. It has the bigger base and it has the ash hole oh, in the back, yeah. which was an important thing. That's what we were missing because it was yeah. hard to clean. So that was added to it uh, by putting the base onto it, and uh, we've improved as time went on. So uh, conspiracies. You heard everything that I had, and I know I took some of your... your um, Thunder. Your air out of your sails because you were thinking the same way in some respects. Um, some maybe I uh, was terrible and you disagree. Now's your chance to do it. So we're going to start off with Barry right now. Well, let's light up. First. Oh, yeah. How can Jeez. we even talk without a wow, cigar? The cigar authority and you forget the cigar. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. What are we smoking? So Dave is smoking the Barber Pole, which he's smoking in the Churchill format, and it's a 7 by 50 This is a Dos Ombre, I believe, Dominican. Barber pole, Dominican mm-hmm. barber pole, yeah. and the Churchill is four nineteen a single or sixty two ninety nine a bundle, and all of these are going to come out to roughly a savings of 25, about twenty five percent. Right. Uh, Jonathan is smoking the Dos Hombre Honduran Maduro, which is a Honduran puro featuring a Maduro wrapper. I'm smoking my go to Dos Hombre, which is the Dos Hombre Nicaraguan, and it's only available as a natural wrapper. Uh, and Ed Sullivan is uh, getting a head start on St. Patrick's Day yeah. with the uh, Dos Hombre Candela, uh, which is available yeah. only in one size. It's a Churchill, and it too retails for four nineteen. And I gotta say, it's and, a it's yeah. a good Candela, and I'm glad it's a strong Candela. I'm glad we have it in stock because once in a while I get the itch and that scratches. So it. I'll tell you what I ended up doing with this brand when I first came out. Remember Garanimals? Do you <laughs> yeah. remember that? I know, oh, remember yeah. the name. It was color coding for children's clothing. That's what I kind of did with it. So the white banded one was Dominican. The red banded one was Honduran. The green is Nicaraguan. And the black band was the ill-tempered Mexican. It was a Mexican because Tiamo in those days were big. So I made a Mexican version, um, which later went away and may or may not come back. The problem I have with Mexican tobacco is I think it's a great ingredient, but by itself is not. I need to make it blended. And then I'm okay with it. You know, prior, prior to that date in 2016, was it? You, you, we brought in a whole bunch of Mexican Asamri yeah. bundles. Sure. There were people who bought them that still call up and go, you get the Mexicans back in? Crazy, huh? And they're like, no. And they're like, all right, send me my Honduran Maduros. But <laughs> we have a few people that keep asking, did you get the Mexicans back? Yeah, and, and listen, I did so many versions of Dos Ombre. We, we had them uh, in all shapes that we made little guy, regular guy, big guy. Um, just over the years, there was just so many pencils and, and uh, all kinds of different shapes and things like that. So I got so much when it comes to this for 30 years of, of grandfathering and stuff. So it's so good. So now we should probably cut in light. Yeah, for crying out loud. Let's do it. It's time to cut our cigar. Halfway in. in. Brought to you by... Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. 
Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And they do. So uh, last week in the chat room, there was a guy by the name of Zepbull, C-Z-E-P-B-U-L-L, and he was in the room with Rudy, and they were chatting, and they lived in the same town. Oh, my God. So they met for the first time, and they've established the British Columbia chapter of the Cigar Authority fan club, and they're smoking <laughs> together. Right now. Yes. And so, they're together. Yeah, so we're responsible for their first date. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We're going to light our Margarita cigar Day. today, <laughs> today being National Margarita Day. And according to the National Margarita Day website, National Margarita Day is celebrated every year on February 22nd. We deeply respect the value, uh, respect and value its place in our history. So we honor this sacred tequila lime drink and honoring it as well is the Margaritaville Riptide. You've got a... Fuel window that is shaped like a margarita glass. You know how much gas you have. You got a single action firing up a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom is an easy adjustment wheel, all for the low price of $14.99. That is the Margaritaville Riptide. Ask for it by name. And add it on to your bundle of cigars. $14.99. Yep. How do you not do that? Pinpoint accuracy on this single jet. I'm buying one when I leave just because of the the margarita. Yeah, the window. (laughs) And they have another one that has uh, the windows in the shape of a beer bottle. Yes. We'll we'll feature that on a future show. Same price. Yeah, it's not. Maybe on National Cerveza Day. Yeah. Is that beer? All right, Barry. We could do it. What do we miss? Uh, so I have uh, things, a couple of things that uh, might be of interest. I think when mail order goes away in the next couple of years, it'll destroy the business models of some big mail order houses. And those who aren't able to sell, I predict these companies go into the distribution business, selling directly to retailers. And these companies set up a distribution network of reps and brokers just because they have a shit ton of predicate date brands. Yeah. So maybe they change their business model because, let's face it, let's use CI as an example. Yeah. Mail order goes away. They're not going to do anywhere near the volume they were doing with one store in Pennsylvania. If they don't buy other locations, they just become distribution. Yeah, and they have their own distribution, both CI and JR. Right, but a little bit more. They they a little bit more concentrate. Yeah, and and for some small retailers, it's better to buy from a distributor Mm -hmm. in in respects that if you if you're one of those stores buying one box of this, two boxes of that, or whatever, I always thought it's crazy buying direct from a manufacturer of such a small. Order of what you end up paying all that shipping. You right. may as well just lump it all together and say, "Give me one box of this, one box of that, yeah. all in one." Place. And all the different brands, and yep. it'll add up. And, and you write one check at the end of the month, as opposed to really you're taking shipping, all the shipping ends of what it is. So that makes sense. Uh, Toscano Cigars, I believe they have a lot of money. Uh, I do. believe they're going to take control of their own distribution, or maybe as we put our heads together a little early, maybe Toscano buys out Miami Cigar. And had full control now of their distribution. But they come up with an amount of money to buy the Kentucky Fired Cure brand from Jewish State since it's made out of Fired Cure tobacco, which Toscano Cigars is known for. And it gives them a traditional size cigar for the market, bringing them a little bit more recognition. Yeah. And listen, that's something to not take away from this that we saw Fonseca sold as just the brand, not the company. Right. People may be selling off brands. Mm-hmm. And that may be happening, it's already happened, but maybe happening as we speak 
other people talk. Yeah, I'm not sure it's a, a strong performer in Drew Estate's portfolio. But, so but it could be it, something. It may have value. Yeah. But to them, yeah. of course, they, they have that customer. Good. And then the other things I had on my list we already discussed, Oliva Cigars buying the Nat Sherman Cigar Brands, uh, Fuente taking full control of Ashton, and Hoy de Nicaragua going out on their own. Yeah. Uh, so three of the five, we had uh, the same. I had two extras. Good, good. How about I, you? You got anything I, to add? I got Toscano making a bigger move. Okay. And buying Miami Cigar. Yeah, we're on a page of that. Yeah. We all spoke about it during the break. <laughs> yeah. It kind of makes sense. Not, that's not a big move. No, for them. Ne- that would be nothing. For no, them. Nest is no. eighty years old. Uh, Jason Wood, who's a close Nest personal, is eighty years yeah. old. Freaking guy yeah. looks amazing. On Valentine's Day, I believe was his 80th birthday. Wow. 80. Yeah. Man, he, that's uh, the, excuse me, 75. Oh, okay, well, uh, 75. But still, he still uh, looks great. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say that's the youngest looking 80 year old guy I ever <laughs> saw. But 75 still, he's freaking great well, shape. You know, and Jason came from the uh, from the medical field. You know, he was selling medical equipment. And, the, and their biggest brand is a flavored cigar. Right, that, which that, is going to go be in trouble. Away, right. Could be in trouble. Yeah, and, you know, you guys covered a lot of uh, Saka speculation yeah. with merging. with uh, Saka's ego does not permit a lot of merging, right? So, uh, so buy. Uh, unless he ended up with Hoya. And it was just his company, and that's not going to happen. So you don't have that. No, what I think is, what I have here is Saka being a control freak, opens his own factory in Nicaragua. As much as you say that, he was the president of Drew Estate. He was just the president. He wasn't in complete control of that. But he left that. that. But he stayed for a long time, and he he did did a lot of good. Uh, He also worked at JR for years and years and years, Mm -hmm. and there was no being a control freak over Lou Rothman, no freaking way. (laughs) Uh, if you knew him at all, yeah, yeah, but he's got a taste of doing it on his yeah, own and, at this point. I, and I agree with I agree with Ed Sullivan. This I think he has a little bit of factory envy with Skip having his own factory. I, I think he may, yeah. you I, know. And I got the perfect name for his factory, factory. envy. Is that is that <laughs> yeah, something? It's a thing? <laughs> yeah, I got the perfect name for his factory, and it, it would be Tidio Semente Largo, which means long winded. <laughs> oh, wow going good for thing, the throat good thing steve never listens to the show so he'll never no, but skip does <laughs> and, and so does steve. well I, I got i got a prediction for skip as well i think skip exits the cigar business and pursues his true passion of becoming a hip-hop artist oh god named man <laughs> and you know all I can say to that is top to bottom, front to back. There we go. <laughs> if that would be the name of his first album, uh, I think that if a move happens with Saka, that it is a merger with. But you're Skip. not up yet. You're oh, I'm sorry. Up. I, I thought we were allowed to talk. You're allowed to talk a little bit, but when, let, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. 
Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles. Over the course of two full years, they are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. And after last week's onslaught of bad news, we'll start with some good news for Wyoming residents. As a proposal to raise the tax on cigars from 20 to 56% has failed in a close vote of 32 to 28 also, New Mexico has defeated some parts of SB 131, which would have prevented customers from entering humidors. However, what remains is a tobacco license requirement that will cost no more than $750 per location. Money grab. That's all that is. And now back to the bad news. A new tax increase in West Virginia has supported the Senate Finance Committee, and if passed, it would raise the cigar tax from 12%. Of the wholesale price to 50% of the wholesale price. Why are you doing this? It's like the fifth year in a row they've tried to do this. Each year it's been defeated. God almighty. Uh, lawmakers, imagine, yeah. imagine lawmakers sitting there and say, how can I bury these guys, put them out of business? That's not what government is for. It's disgusting. And lawmakers in Suffolk County, New York, which is the eastern half of Long Island, have submitted a bill that would ban smoking in apartments, condos, and multifamily homes. A second bill has also been submitted that would ban smoking on balconies and patios. Think this is far-fetched? The balconies patio ban is already in effect in some California cities, such as Santa Monica, Burbank, and Glendale. California is just going to be its own world. Mm. And UPS strikes again. This time they have banned all COD shipments of tobacco. Why this doesn't affect customers, it does affect business-to-business, as many smaller cigar shops with fledgling credit utilize the COD program to keep their shelves stocked. That's tough. And um, face-to-face signature required of a 21-year-old to... I've gotten yelled at by so many people this week over the signature thing. And it's out of our control, of just so you control. know. It's out of control of, of everybody. You're buying your, your bundle of dos on but it be, better be somebody there to take the package, mm-hmm. have it shipped to your office or whatever you have to do because signature required. Yeah. Or utilize uh, the postal service. We do offer USPS okay. shipping. Uh, right now, they don't ask for a signature. And let me tell you, I think it's $7 extra for a signature right now, yeah. which we're not charging yet, but no. it's, it's all going to happen. When I, when I get my first bill in for tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> of extra, shipping charges are going to end up changing uh, also. So uh, it's not good, and, and it's another kick in the balls for online uh, guys that are out there and uh, you, the consumer, who ultimately will pay. So I think the days of free shipping, there's never been, there's no such thing as a free lunch. It's put in there somewhere. Um, The prices are going to go up and they can still be um, free shipping if you like it that way, Mm -hmm. or um, you got to pay the shipping one way or the other, because we're we're talking now of $15-ish for shipping a bundle of cigars. Uh, At least. Yeah. We're going to add an ashtray in there, and it's going to be closer to 20 bucks. You know, they, they always do these fuel surcharges, and even though gas prices yeah, are dropping, they never go away. the fuel surcharge has never been removed. Right. It went up to $4. It drops down to $2, and, and it never went away. It never went no. away. So look, look for that stuff. Up and coming uh, shows. Um, Leap Year Edition uh, is next week. And we are going to the strongest cigars. We're going to give you a list of the top, what we thought, the top 10 strongest cigars. Uh, We're fighting. We're at a 12 or 13 right now and fighting what it is. But we're going to try to get this during the week of down to what we agree. I think I came up with a good one when you were walking away. I don't know if you caught that. 
but it, it belongs on All the right, list. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. Um, and the following week, no Ed Sullivan. So uh, you'll be at a podcast convention. Yeah. And, uh, convening. Convening. I still say that's my birthday weekend. Jonathan should produce as my birthday gift. I think so, too. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Denied. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, early thoughts here on our DOS Armory that was smoking. What you're having the Candela. Candela is a grassy green. Why don't you let him tell us what he's tasting? I'm telling you not what he's tasting. is is a grassy green type of thing. Why, why I don't really like it. When it comes to this particular cigar, I have another reason why I don't like it is I can't believe the strength that comes out of that particular cigar. But tell me any differently. No, I really, I think what captures the experience is if you go out on a nice summer's day, Get a blade of grass and just start chewing on it. You know, the, the taste is vegetal. Wow, and I can't wait to buy that, Ed Sullivan. That what, was such a good pitch. I'm not trying to sell it. Yeah, um, clearly. What, what I rarely smoke a candela, but it's always kind of a go-to for St. Patrick's Day. You know, people aren't drinking green beer all year round, but some of them will have a green beer on St. Patrick's Day. I think everyone and should can, have a candela. And can somebody buy a single of that? Yeah. So they buy their bundle and get their ashtray and say, throw in a single or yeah, two of that. Yeah, order a single yeah. of candela and you'll have it in time for St. Patrick's Day. Right. And if you're getting together with a bunch of people, have some to give your friends. But you're not disgusted by it. No, no. I mean. You chose it, actually. I did. I did, because I'm Irish, All and, right. you know, St. Patrick's Day's coming up. Yeah. I think I need to smoke a candela. I thought you were American. I am an American. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even an Irish-American. I'm of Irish descent. There you are. The candela goes well with kegs and eggs. All right. Your band is green. Yeah, I'm smoking a Dos Hombre Nicaraguan, and while it's not as full-bodied as some Nicaraguans, it does have that pepper component. Uh, you definitely feel it on the retrohale. It's a very familiar profile. Um, if you're a fan of Nicaraguan cigars, which I happen to be, which is why this is my go-to Dos Hombre. Okay. I've got the Dos Hombre Honduran Maduro and uh, picking up some red pepper flakes and a little molasses sweetness. It's quite nice. Okay. Um, on the natural of the Dos Hombre for many, many years, natural Honduran was the number one seller, but maybe two years ago, the Dominican actually... Uh, overtook took, it overtook it but that that was the leader and maybe the first um dos hombre that came out was the one in the red band that came out i'm smoking a um cavell uh swirl <laughs> with the chocolate and vanilla um and you know what what i have here is i believe a maduro cigar with the strip of connecticut on it and I say that because if it was the opposite... It makes a difference. It makes a big difference. I'm smoking a Maduro. Right. And it has a strip of Connecticut that's on right. it. If it was the other way around, it would be a lot lighter. This is not all that light. Mm -hmm. uh, not that it's full-bodied or anything like that, but it, it is a Maduro cigar with a strip of Connecticut. How you end up determining this, whatever Baba Pole um, cigar you end up smoking is just scratched... Where it is, and you'll bit, see yeah. what, what direction that is, and it matters mm. of what it is. And well, I've, seen great about, I've seen both. What's great about having the Maduro as the predominant wrapper is that cigar will handle colder weather better than if it were Connecticut as the primary wrapper with a Maduro stripe. And this cigar sells well. It does. You know, you don't think 
barber pole cigars sell that well, no. but this is another monster of a, of a brand, a house brand like this. And you had to take the barber pole because what does Jonathan know about barbers? Right. He hasn't been to a barber in how many years? It's been a long time. Okay. When we come back, Mr. Jonathan's going to chime in. We're going to see what he thinks as we wrap up our conspiracy uh, episode. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. 
what I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary Brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we're back, and we're smoking the Dos Ombre. All different ones. We got the uh, Ombre Ashtray here with us. And um, if you order a bundle or box of any DOS Ombre, any size, until the end of the month, February 29th, or while supplies last, not supplies of the cigars, but supplies of the ashtrays. But I thought we had plenty at 300 issues. Yeah, so. I think we'll, we'll make it. Yeah. But it'll be close. So don't wait till the 29th. So when you order it, you can't just order it because people order it every single day because you're a listener of the show. You know to put never smoke alone in the comment section and we'll automatically include the free ashtray. If you don't put that in there, it's not going to happen. No. So if you've already done it because you heard us say it four times already and you still didn't do it, then too late. what do you do? Send a... Send an, Send an e email, email or something to Barry and say, uh, Hey, I missed I, it. I yeah. forgot it. Reach out to me on Facebook. Send an email. But you if you idea. ordered last week, you're not getting one. No, no. Right. And there's only so many to go around, and we want to just give it to the listeners of the Cigar Authority. Yeah. That's what it's for. So there you go. Um, so conspiracy uh, episode, we went to a lot of it. I'm, I saved you for last, Mr. Jonathan, and I know we've all gone to a lot of it. So it doesn't leave <laughs> I got a couple. I got so a you couple. Got, you got a right. couple left. So what so do you got? I think someone like a Michael Herklotz. Goes around and buys a bunch of the dead brands that are predicate dated and becomes a brand broker to mm. companies that need those brands. And he, he knows the players. And what I think that's interesting that business. His, yeah. This business. It could never happen again now, in, another, in another business. I've it's been really curious. Have you seen 
what the pricing on some of these? I mean, obviously, it's going to be different whether it was a known brand versus an unknown. I would love or, to know what it is. Yeah. What, what was what did Fonseca go for? <laughs> right. Because I would have loved to buy that. Yeah. Well, I think you know the order of pricing. It'd be okay. Known brand that was good, unknown brand, and then known brand that was bad. Right. Yeah. Because if people remember it as bad. You've got more work to do. But only grandfathered in. If, right. If it's not, right. it has it's no, value, no or value. It's got to be before 07. Yeah. Uh, and my other thought is that, and I, it could really go either way, but I think it goes Aganorsa acquires Padron. Oof. They used to supply them with tobacco. They've got that relationship. I think they're big enough, and that puts Aganorsa really into the player's ball, so to speak. Man, they, they're not <laughs> they're not big enough to do that. They they're big financially. I know the owner um, who sold for a, a pizza company for an awful lot of money. He has lots of money, but uh, older, not a young company. And to take on a padrone, I think it's it's more uh, a big corporate move for something mm -hmm. like that somebody that can take a brand like that and make it bigger not somebody that's going to say i'm going to take it and we're going to operate it as it is somebody's going to pay somebody's going to have to overpay for that company true you know a company has sold ibida earnings before taxes and interest times a multiple of whatever that multiple is let's say 10 so if they make 50 million dollars a year times 10 it's worth 500 million dollars now, what are you going to do with it? It's going to take you 10 years to get that back. Right. No, you're a company that says, I can do it in three because we're going to take, take Gloria Cubana, for instance. And that's the Carrillo that owned it, a one-man operation that had brokers, basically, out there selling the cigar, and he sold every cigar he possibly could. That's a company was sold to General Cigar who had boots on the ground and they were everywhere, and they were able to take Gloria Cubana and I'm um, certainly make their money back in a year or two. Right. And that was a win-win situation for both of them. Um, that's who ends up getting something like that. If they ended up wanting to do it, there's another generation ready to go here. I don't know. I, I, if you go back to old uh, prediction episodes, I said Padron was going to be sold. Now I think stays family and it's a cash cow it's a money-making machine why would you sell something that in 10 years you would have made all that money back and still own the company that's why i think rocky patel goes nowhere perdomo goes nowhere uh you know guys that are into it they like it you take an older company that says um, the owner is 80 years old or something and, you know. Right. None of the kids are interested. They're not interested. Then you say, okay, it goes. But I, I don't see that on, on the Padron side, I don't think. But uh, we will see. All these things that are happening here, at the end of this thing, we look at it and, and there's a right answer or a wrong answer. But I think uh, you got that one wrong. Good. Good. Good is Good. right. Uh, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars 
with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> Armed robbers in Hong Kong held up a delivery driver, wiping him clean of hundreds of rolls of toilet paper <laughs> in a city facing acute shortages amid the coronavirus outbreak. It's an easy thing to sell off. Yeah. Everybody uses it. Oh, uh, yeah. According to reports, toilet paper has become a commodity as commodity. residents have <laughs> begun hoarding it in their <laughs> tiny apartments. Health officials have warned that hoarding by residents could create a mold situation from the humidity. The great TP caper was quickly solved as local police flushed out the culprits, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. It was a solid effort right there, Barrett. Solid. You like give you a 90% on that one. (laughs) That's good. That's a solid. Commodity was was brilliant. Post to the runs, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was kind of a shitty story, but. Yeah, we'll use it. Well, don't. Uh, you got something in the mailbag. Yeah. So uh, this gentleman, Luke from Seattle, takes exception with our friend uh, Ed Sullivan. Ah, Ed. He says, hi, Mr. J. I need you to advise Ed Sullivan that his music critique license has been officially revoked. Mm. I thought about writing in when he ripped on Led Zeppelin during a previous show, but this one I cannot let slide. On last week's episode, he referred to the blind guitar player on Roadhouse as being Jeff Buckley. That role was played by an actual blind guitar player by the name of Jeff Healy, Mm -hmm. a brilliant musician in his own right, who is best known for his killer blues guitar chops. Tell Ed to stick to his Neanderthals and leave the music critiquing to those who know what they're talking about. All the best, Luke from Seattle. He has the heavy burden of knowing everything. I don't have that burden, and I want to claim, regardless of what was said, I was half right. The guy's name was Jeff. Okay. It's not like I said Jeff Bridges. <laughs> right. You know? But, Lighten up, Luke. But you got it. You did get it wrong? I don't know. I'd have to go back and check, and it means so little to me. <laughs> but you, you did say he was a great uh, musician. I said he was blind. Yeah. Blind, a great musician, and his name sure. was Jeff. You got three quarters of the way oh, there. Yeah. If you were pro- probably wrong. Let me ask and, you this. Are you really going to go check? No. <laughs> no, I really don't care. We're not going to check. He died in 2008. Yeah. He and you knew he was dead. He was blind, too. You yeah. didn't see that coming. No. <laughs> Hashtag too soon? And 2008, I think you're okay. He was, okay. He, yeah. was, he was Canadian, and those Seattle people are only marginally part of the U.S. They might as well be Canadian. Jeez, Louise, you're going wow. for the jugular, Ed he t- Sullivan. He takes this personally because Ed loves his music. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, AAF went off the A yesterday. Oh, yeah. WAAF, yeah. which was a, a staple time. here in the Boston. Eh, Worcester, really? Yeah. But- uh, area, but a, but a big one. It's where Opie Anthony started. Uh, yep. Uh, it has lots of history to it. And what a shame what's happening to Now they're to- a Christian talk station. Yeah. What a, what a shame that's happening to the Boston or national um, radio thing. Uh, it's our you. fault. Well, they, we were on radio. We were on seven different stations mm-hmm. at one time, and uh, so I was you fed lost up your with mind them. and fired them. Yeah, I fired every one of them, <laughs> uh, and we went podcast only. We were always doing the podcast, but podcast only because here it is. It's here, and it's uh, it is what it is. I can't tell you the last time I listened to like on the air radio. Yeah, like it's either satellite radio yeah, or it's, podcast. It's, it's dying. Jeff Tucker says, "Good morning from Alaska." Good okay. morning. Good morning. I right. thought there was more to that. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Plus, it's afternoon here from uh, New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, but Alaska, I would be impressed 
but we got a guy from Bangkok, Thailand, <laughs> here in the studio, and he'll be on the right. after show. You're going to want to hear that we have Wednesday. Couple, I mean, Alaska's right around the corner, comparatively. Yeah. We have a couple of customers from North Pole, Alaska, in mail order. Wow. Didn't know it was a real place. Yeah, Santa, Santa lives there. I don't right? know if it's the North Pole or it's just North Pole, Alaska. North Pole, Alaska, yep. But it must be in that area of the North Pole. I don't know. You want me to look it up or do Yeah, we look care? it up. Look, right. it, look it up while we get into It's Time to Hear the Don Raphael Offer of the Day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Today, $100,000. To wear this hat? Nope. For me to hit you in the face with a baseball bat. <laughs> no, thanks. Really? $100,000. Are we talking wood or aluminum? Wood. Hmm. What difference does it make? <laughs> The noise it makes. The noise. <laughs> Ping. No, I'm out. Really? Nah, I don't want to grand. mess up this pretty face. Yeah? $100,000. But you're swinging it. I'm swinging it. I don't think you have the balls to hit me hard enough in the face with to a bat. Ki- to kill you. I don't think you're going to swing all that hard. So you do it. I'd, I'd consider I'd, it. I'd, I'd break a bone. I'd break a nose, I'm sure. Or your teeth or something would happen. Hundred thousand. I think I'd be in. Really? I think I'm calling your bluff. I think you're too much of a coward to really hit me with a bat. I'd hit you. Yeah, but you'd, be, you'd just be a little tap. If I'm spending a hundred thousand dollars, I'm getting a good swing out of it. <laughs> I don't. If it was anybody else, I'd say they might have the balls to do it. I just don't think you do. Wow. I wouldn't hurt a fly, right? No. You're a nice person. Yeah, I'm out. You're out. Oh yeah. Yeah, I couldn't hurt somebody. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan would end up getting a little hurt for it. So you're actually I, tapping out. Dave. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> he couldn't do I it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I, unless he made me very, very mad if it was, you know, hurting the family or do, doing something terrible to somebody. But Yeah, no. North Pole, Alaska is not near the North Pole. Really? How dare they say that it's, name? It's uh, located about halfway between Fairbanks and Moose Creek, Alaska. I, it looks like it's so. They're just, just deceitful people. Well, it looks like a tourist trap. Yeah, you know. Oh, you go it's there. It's got and Santa say, stuff. Uh, yeah. So make good marketing. So I think that's right? where the moose knuckle was first. Uh, that expression. Well, was maybe first maybe coined. in Moose Creek. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. All right. Good morning. Listening to the after show episode two sixty seven. I enjoy the shows, but the after shows have become my favorite. 267's got to be way back. We're at 500 and something. I, th- I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. Okay. Just, maybe it was a keystroke error. <laughs> All right. Uh, they have a different vibe f- to them. Just a couple of comments. My cigar shop here in Temecula, California, Old Town Smoke Shop. We recently had the same conversation about cold weather smokes. Mm. After listening to your conversation, I realized we are some candy asses. <laughs> Because we don't enjoy smoking outside on any day under 50 degrees. Well, because you're in California. I guess You you are candy asses. (laughs) 50. We're all excited. It may hit 50 this week. Right. And I'll be outside smoking. Oh, my God. Everybody can't wait. Well, what was it this morning? High 20s, maybe, when you found me in the parking lot smoking? I was happy enough. Forgot his keys today. So uh, (laughs) there he was out there with a cup of coffee and uh, standing in the parking lot. Yeah. He continues, I guess it's all, it's true, it's all perspective. A true cigar smoker smokes in their car. I don't Mm -hmm. smoke in my car with the kids 
Sometimes, occasionally with the wife, I never smoke in her car. When I leave the cigar shop, I always make sure I have 20 minutes left on my cigar to get me home. Oh, you roll the it's, windows up and you see who breaks out first. It's yeah. like, uh, what do you call that thing? It's fine, though. I, I never smoked with my daughter in the car. And, uh, yeah, I won't smoke. Not it, even it, with the window cracked? Or nothing? No. Come on. I We're should. not addicts, Dave. No, but I probably have. Well, yeah. I've smoked with my daughter in the car, but she was 18, 19. Mm-hmm. I saw you no went for... Deal. for me pedicure? pedicure? Just yes, a pedicure. Yeah. She bought, took me out for my birthday. Can we get a close-up of your pretty toenails? Please no, don't. because I didn't, do, I didn't do the clear coat, which I think I'm, I'm regretting. I want to do the clear coat next time. Would you yeah. do pink? No. Clear coat, you know, is really for cars. Yeah. You don't I need to put clear coat on your I nails. Think was, I think it would look toenails. nice. For who? For me. His boyfriend. Walk around and I got little shiny toes. <laughs> You know you like getting pedicures. I did it twice. I did it twice, and uh, you felt a little less manly. I did. Than when you I went did. My, my problem is that no, I don't like it. I just feel less manly. Yeah. By not doing it, uh, we got time. I didn't think we'd squeeze it in no. today, but uh, this classic day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. All right, I got four and one here, and our champion was the Ed, Ed Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah, you had I, a I snuck in with three points. He did. Uh, today is February 22nd. George Washington, our first president of the United States and commander-in-chief of the Continental Army, was born in Westmoreland, Virginia today. Today is Washington's birthday. Used to be a big day to buy cars, Barry. You're talking about buying a car today. Well, not today, but a couple of weeks from now. Today you should, because that used to be big deals. I don't know if that happens anymore, but it was a big deal. Ed no, Sullivan. Probably low, but I'll go 1716. 1716. I'm going to say 1701. 1720. 1720. Uh, Barry's probably 20. Got he does. He has the point at 1732. 1730. Oh, wow. He was relatively young then as president. They didn't live that long in no. those days. So Barry gets the point, and it's over to Mr. Jonathan. Miracle on ice. U.S. ice hockey team beats the heavily favored Soviet Union. 4-3 to three in Lake Placid. One of the biggest upsets in Olympic history. Americans go wild for the win of the gold. Boston native Mike Arizioni leads the team today, and I watched it live. I can't believe it. And I I'm watched it with my dad. I watched it live when it happened. What year was that? 1980. 1980, he says. 1980. 1980. 1980. Wow, you guys... Watch the news today, or you did something because we had uh, three-way team. I think everybody remembers yeah. it. Is the thing greatest I mean, greatest call in the history of sports? Do you believe in miracles, Al Michaels? And especially people in this area with Aruzioni and all that, it was the thing. Just for the record, I completely guessed. I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> and about. You completely guessed. Just completely guessed. Wow. 
And you guessed 1980? Yeah. And you wrote it before somebody said 1980? Written down. There we go. I think Jonathan's learned. I was first. Well, yeah, and you've sort of learned that when it's an Olympic thing, you should pick a year that there that was had an Olympics. Olympics. And I knew that there was a 1980 Olympics. <laughs> uh, above my desk in the Nashua office, I have the Sports Illustrated cover signed by every member of the team hanging right on the wall. And it's real? Yes. Why is it hanging in the back of the... It's followed me to every job I've ever had. Really? Is it framed? Yes, it is. So, so why don't you sell it and buy a no. car with it? <laughs> no. No? No. All right, it's going to be... Barry Stein's uh, up. Everybody got two points. I don't think this has ever happened before, to be <laughs> it honest It's too with easy. You. Barry Stein, Dolly the sheep, the first clone mammal uh, from adult cells, is announced by Roslyn Institute in Scotland. Dolly the Sheep, do you remember this? 2002. Mm -hmm. 2002, he says with a question mark. 1996, he says with a question mark. 1996. 1996 is what I'm saying, too. Wow, both of you are going to get a point. It's 1997. We're all tied up. Three to three to three. Nope, it's not true. Three to three to two. What? No, three to three to three. Because you got the first question. I've been keeping score over here. Three to three to three. Whatever. This we got is one like more. The Iowa caucuses all it, over again. It is. <laughs> it is three to three to three, and we have one question left. And I do have a tiebreaker just in case. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, this goes over to back to Ed Sullivan. Yep. Alfred J. Gross, American inventor, invented the walkie-talkie in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That's right. Canada did something. Whoa. They invented the walkie-talkie today. First they had Jeff Buckley. Oh, no, sorry. Jeff Healy. And <laughs> also the walkie-talkie. That's right. That's amazing. Walkie-talkie uh, today. 1931. 1931. I got 1932. I got, oh, are you cheating? Or I got 1906. 1906 for the point and the win, Whoa. Barry Stein. It's 1918. Barry Stein is our champion. Let's not forget that. As long one. as Jonathan doesn't win, I'm good. Yeah. Barry and I don't care whether he wins it's or not I like win. I'm not going to take enough heat in the after show from Brian Charles, and you guys are going to just jump on the bandwagon. Just exactly. for the hell of it, Julius Irving, Dr. J, American Basketball Hall of Fame, 11-time NBA All-Star, was born today. 1955. 62. I don't even care. No? No, I mean, this isn't for points. No. Actually, 52. 1950. You guys would have all been over, including you, who didn't care. I was going to say 1932. All right, you would have got the point, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And either does the predictions that we say, but something's going to be true. Something's going to happen of that because... You guys didn't disagree with me very much, and I took away some of your things that you thought because these were educated guesses based on the facts of what's happening in the cigar industry. So we'll see how that plays out. But lastly, what did you think your final thoughts here on Dos Ombre for under $4 a cigar? In All the, day. I got a question. Buy the bundle under $3 a cigar. So Aaron Aldridge is asking on Facebook, what would you consider to be the most full-bodied Dos Ombre? I wouldn't really call any of them full. Maybe medium, medium. I'd plus. say I'd say Ed Maduro. Sullivan's probably maybe because of the oh, bitterness right. of the, the yeah. But the can, candela can take the candela away because most people aren't smoking a candela. Right. I right. Would and say I'd say it's probably mine. The Dos Ombre Honduran. I would the Maduro. say I would say Nicaraguan natural is even stronger than Honduran Maduro. They're close. Yeah, that's what I said. Neither in of the them chat are, room. The two of them were yeah. close. But I was curious mm -hmm. about your opinions. And Dos Ombre Honduran cabinet maybe a little. Bolder, 
than the yeah uh, the, b- of the bundle. The Nicaraguan Lonsdale has a little bit of kick to it, and because it's the smaller. Nicaraguan doesn't come in Maduro; it only comes in natural. Everything Correct. else comes in Maduro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Baba Pole is the only one that comes in. It comes in Dominican. Comes in striped. I mean, comes in, yeah, Dominican only, though. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people equate uh, full-bodied with spice, I, w- I, would, I would say. So the Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan probably has the most spice of the regular production lines. Yeah. It's a blended Nicaraguan. Uh, and over the years, um, the biggest seller, I would say, is the Honduran over the years. These, these are cigars that... People smoke multiple bundles at a time, yep. and uh, they buy it online. They buy it in the store. We're talking three hundred thousand cigars. It's a real brand, you know. It's it, for three hundred million, three hundred million cigars. We got three hundred thousand. It, it, it's a blip. It's it's there. It's yep. something. Yep. Uh, uh, the after show. Looking forward to it. Uh, Brian Charles. Maybe he'll right. have some uh, lady boy stories to tell us. Mm. Well, he, he's in the cigar industry. I had no idea that he's in the cigar industry. And he's a ball buster. I think yeah. he's going to fit right in. He, he, oh. he, could, he could be part of this. <laughs> and he will be on Wednesday's show. So look forward to that. Last chance now. Order online. Buy a bundle or a box of Dos Ombre. Any size. A full bundle. Full box. Uh, and it runs until February 29th, which is next Saturday. Yeah, the or, sampler does not count right. as a full box. Full box. Um, and put never smoke alone. Um, we thought this was a unique thing, but it turns out to be a dojo. Yeah, cigar dojo's apt's tagline is never smoke alone. I had alone. no idea. So with all you know, yeah, nothing but love for the guys. We're, at we're, not, we're not trying to appropriate it. Somebody yeah. wrote. Somebody wrote it there, and it's all it's all back to you after um, we use and abuse it this yeah. week. Unfortunately, it, it's just a comment. It has no affiliation with the cigar authority or two guys. Yeah, it's just a comment. Um, that's it. Next week uh, will be our first February 29th leap year edition. So uh, we will get into the top strongest cigars. I'm saying the word strong. Um, and uh, they'll all be little cigars, obviously. We're going to see. We're going to have a little little argument after the show and during Smaller the week. Stronger. Uh, as we have already, but we need to finalize this. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing in the last two hours, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.